from One of One Production Studio, located in Fort Lee, New Jersey, this is the Art of Music Tech. And now, here's your host, Fela and Dennis. This is going to be fun. So, like most right. of many in this industry, I started playing an instrument. And like also most of many in this industry, I found out early that that didn't pay the bill. <laughs> <laughs> so I used my um, brain mm. to develop business sense, mostly in the pro audio loudspeaker. I'm, I'm, an, I'm a speaker guy. Oh, speaker Originally. guy. Oh, yeah. speaker guy. Okay. Although, when I was playing the guitar, I went to work for Ibanez Guitars at the time and Mesa Boogie, so I've got the inroads there too. But uh-huh. then the speakers started to interest me in all of the acoustics mm-hmm. <clears throat> and why this would work and why that wouldn't would work. work. Yeah. And thank God there was someone who was even cleverer than I am to explain it to me, yeah. <clears throat> which was good. So I built my... Way into the industry, worked for many in that pro audio <sighs> categories with the Harmons of this world, with Duran Audios yeah. of the world, with TC Electronics and uh, Rink Designs. And well, I you, mean, and seeing these companies go from these small things to these big things, you know, these I didn't, you know, nobody heard of to wow, household names and what we do, you know, and what we do is well, you know. Back in the day, it was obviously more difficult to start building a brand because none of us had a smartphone. As as much as smart as we were, (laughs) no phones available, no internet. So what did you do? You went to travel with a shipload of briefcases and folders and catalogs to a NAM. Yeah. And you would grab hold of every piece of catalog you would find on the floor. You go back to wherever you lived and then, oh, this is pretty cool. This is pretty good. And then you started to write letters. Remember those days? Paper? (laughs) (laughs) Paper? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Wow. And really do a follow-up. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. So fast forward. Then we got into the digital era and then things turned into easier and you could connect easier with people and industries and... God, I lived everywhere. I'm originally from the Netherlands, as you know, yeah. um, but I lived in Germany, in Belgium, in, in Canada for a couple of years, in uh-huh. Singapore for a couple of years. and uh, uh, It just took you around the world. It <laughs> took me around the world. And the thing is that once you get outside of your country, that not only opens up the perspective of multiple languages, but also okay. the perspective of actually seeing what's happening. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so... Again, fast forward to 2010. Um, after being an employee for many of the industry greats, mm-hmm. decided to turn my digital Rolodex in my own IP and open up my own company, 4M4U, as you know. Yeah. And, and that 4M4U, uh, it's a funny story. My name's Mike. Uh, my wife is called Monica. <laughs> okay. And I guess we'll we'll get into everybody. I, I'm going to have this part of what you just said is going to be on the podcast. I'm mm. not even going to intro. I'm going to intro now. Mm. But yes, hi. Let's go. We're at the um, Indoors Expo at the beautiful Atlantic Records Hollywood location. And I'm here with Mike Vanderlock, who is a legend in the game. 
of, of manufacturing and marketing and sales and helping companies that you've never heard of become household names, like we said just earlier in this conversation. But yeah, getting into 4M for you and how that came about. Um, I met you through that. So that that was how, yeah. And man, that was the early, I didn't realize that was like your first year or two. It's been like 2010 yeah. or 2011 when I kind of crossed paths. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Might have even been 2012 ish or something. But yeah. at the time, obviously, Lewitt wasn't a household name, which yeah. it is today. So <laughs> to compress it in one sentence, building them from zero to hero yes. took a few good years. Uh-huh. But then again, you know, the trick with networking is. Networking <laughs> and knowing <laughs> people and, and, and building up uh, a certain image and, and hold on to that, mm-hmm. integrity-wise. Yes. Uh, and, you know, if you know the decision-making people, it's already easier to put a product in their face. I mean, if the business proposition holds up, then it can get it wrong. Can really. wrong, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and that's what I've done over the last... 13 years. Yeah. And like I said, you know, that Forum for You company started because I wanted to be independent and I wanted to use the massive digital Rolodex I have mm-hmm. and, and connect people. Actually, I could have chosen to name myself Neutrik, but that name was chosen. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Ironically, is in the town that I'm going to be moving into, which is Charlotte pretty soon here gonna be having a studio there as well and Neutrik is based out of Charlotte North Carolina which with that name I would have never thought Neutrik would have been in a Charlotte North Carolina but no, not logically <laughs> this is their uh, U.S. <clears throat> location but uh but yeah um with that what you say in networking like Mike you you really helped us out as a company as us being a young company and wanting to do a lot of content creation but it was so new manufacturers didn't really know how to take us so thank you for actually (laughs) taking us and letting us you know highlight what we were doing with Lewitt mics which we're recording on right now and on the new Lewitt uh (laughs) interface as well Mm -hmm. um but yeah bringing it from holy cow I met you guys at like an AES stand like 10 you know 10 plus years ago right so yeah i see mm. you guys on like the biggest podcast going and stuff i mean it, you know the lewitt brand mm. and what it was grown to in this decade it was just amazing to see it firsthand yeah and us being a little part of it just like us throwing in some content sure. as well but you were part of the travel and and that's interesting uh, and, and, and clearly, looking at a brand is one thing, but looking at the people who are behind the brand or are the brand mm-hmm. is actually everything because it's it's people to people to people's business, and Damn. you know you're not selling a product, you're, you're selling yourself, and, and so if that passion is there, and that's why I told many of my clients as they are called I told them listen you got to get your face on on the website you got to get your face into that show and yes after hours you got to mingle and Mm -hmm. you got to sell yourself because the story 
is more vital with all due respect than the product. Of course, the product has to have a, a, a good quality ratio. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're not going to sell... What's the French word again? We're not going to say that. But uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if, if the product holds up, and mm -hmm. if you have a great story, and you have a great group of passionate people, then it's just a matter, and it sounds more simple than it in fact is, is, is to connect the dots and find the right people yeah. that are equally passionate and are equally willing to support you to hop on that journey. And if it is a new brand, it always requires more time than sort of a proven track record. Oh, yeah, this is a product we know. Everybody buys it. Can I sell it now? That's not interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I go for the brands that are new as yeah. well. I see the sparkle in the eye of the yeah. CEO or the engineer or the inventor, and I see, okay. So that that's the spark for you, looking for new clients. You you want to see them passionate, basically, about the product. They have, It has to be there. That brings us to... The Indoors Expo over here, and yeah. that brings us to Imperative Audio. Mm -hmm. uh, but you just had Dave on, yeah. Yeah, well, I, I know Dave West for a couple of years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and when we have that chat a couple of years ago when that sort of evolved, I said to him, Dave, let me help you. Because I see the passion. Mm -hmm. I see the application. I can see where it fits in or even opens up new verticals. Mm -hmm. Of course, the whole pandemic slows things down or in some cases accelerated because depending on who you are and where you are. Uh -huh. uh, I mean, if it's about microphones, if it's about studio monitors, if it's about interfaces and headphones, 2020 and 2021 were like keep rocket years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the biggest mistake the industry is making, though, is that they take 2020 as their base year, which is obviously, oops. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see where it goes. And, and there's there's a slowdown general in the economy. So there should yeah. be also a slowdown in the audio industry. Why not? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm. At least they be able to keep up with the product now, <laughs> you know, having a, a supply because, yeah, it, it was pretty shady there for, you know, Well, while, supply chain you know. is still a massive problem because, yeah. well, we run a global economy and, 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 and obviously things have to go from far away to closer <laughs> by and it needs to be synchronized with even farther away. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but I think if we maintain the pace we're currently maintaining, mm -hmm. we, we should be good come the year or maybe next year, 2024. Mm. Good stuff. So what do you see on the horizon coming up with, like, everything? You know, like, what, with mm. the, the industry or... Um... Simple, interesting question with not a simple yeah. but yet <laughs> interesting answer. Yeah. <laughs> What I see is what everyone's seeing, not necessarily in our industry, but the compacting of the industry. Uh, manufacturers want, need, must get closer to the final users. Uh, the easiest way is to cut the middleman, uh, either distributors or even resellers. You see big players out there without naming names that, that, that get rid of their distributors and resellers and offer everything online. Yeah. <laughs> Which, to a certain extent, I can understand, but you need to find that, that 
golden balance because you would need the, the local logistical vehicles and also yeah. the passionate people to sell your product. Uh, yeah, that's a big issue. It's not like, okay, I'm going to open up a website now and tomorrow I put it online and the day after tomorrow I sell to the world. Nah, yeah. doesn't work that way. Yeah. <clears throat> but you can see efficiencies. And one of the projects that I'm involved with is a very interesting project. <clears throat> As an example, if you are a, let's say, keyboard manufacturer, manufacturing in China, and you have a <clears throat> quality name, and you have globally, let's say, 40 to 50 distributors, all of those 40 to 50 distributors order at the factory overseas, we call it China, mm-hmm. and they ship that product throughout the year a couple of hundred times. If you would divvy up the world in three geographical zones, the Americas, EMEA, and Asia, Pan Pacific, and you would put in all of those three zones, let's say two to, let's say two to three each of uh, warehouses fulfillment uh-huh. centers, then you would need to send instead of 500 times, only 20 times. So there would be a massive saving of logistics. The manufacturer vendor obviously needs to take that responsibility. And then we're getting into the old struggle of how conservative is this industry? Pretty much. (laughs) So we need to... the, The theoretic side would be fantastic because you would have your stocks planted all over the globe yeah. and resellers and end users and your distribution partners in a different capacity would order and ship from there. Uh-huh. Efficiency maximized. Yeah. Ah. That's a, that's a workable see plan. That on, yeah, it's a possibility. It, it's of. called Exchange HD. Uh-huh. <laughs> I did this, too, I worked at we worked at Plant together, as in Ray Williams from Canada, uh-huh. and and myself, over time, and nurtured it up to the point as where it's now ready to go live. And I would suggest uh-huh. to to go at Nam, and I'll introduce you happily to uh, to Ray. Oh yeah, definitely. That that's uh, intriguing. With us being in retail now and you helping us out to initially get, in, to get into that that realm of it, of, yeah, the distribution is, <clears throat> man, that's half the battle for what, you know, that that's a little off of what we usually talk about on on uh, the Art of Music Tech. But, uh, but yeah, like, <clears throat> yeah, that's half the battle when you get trying to get equipment at a certain price, and, you know, it, it, it's a, yeah, it's a grind. I, I think the rightful question is what value will be added by either resellers or distributors, yeah. or are they only adding cost to the cost equation? To it, yeah. And, of course, our, our, our products, our industry is not a mass market industry. It's, yeah. it's, it's not like every, every household needs one or yeah. two. It, it is still a niche industry, but then again, there are a level of efficiencies you can reach without harming the infrastructure, but in fact, improving the infrastructure. Mm-hmm. And so if a reseller, just to stick to the reseller uh, example, can order 
directly with vendors and have it shipped or even drop shipped from various fulfillment parts to whoever the end user is, uh-huh. uh, that's efficiency. Oof. Getting back, yeah. get back to our <laughs> imperative audio. I mean, that portable vocal booth is, yeah. is a portable vocal booth, but it's still weighing 50, 60, 65. well, I think it's 65, uh-huh. 65 pounds, um, yeah, 30 something anything. kilos. So that's, think of this, putting it on a pallet and shipping it from A to B, being the vendor to the distributor, then the distributor to the reseller, and then the reseller sending it to the end user. I mean, there's already a heap of money lost in just logistics. So think efficiently. Yeah. So that's what I do too. Yeah. Different cap. Ah, wow, Mike. Yeah, a lot of other stuff to talk about. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, I I love that though. You've uh, opened my eyes to some other other thoughts that I've I, about this since I've we've only been in it for just a couple of years, but mm-hmm. wow, that world is vast and deep. And thank you for giving me a little insight on that. Um, and you're here with uh, a few uh, clients for from uh, for for <laughs> for for M for you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Again, for M for you, the M's are yes. actually. Well, we turned it into music and management and media and money and but there's <laughs> there's a there's a whole lot of M's. But the original meaning go back to the fact that we lived in Canada at the time. Talk about 2010. Uh-huh. Um, sorry, we talk about 2008. My wife Monica, the then oldest daughter Marie, and me. My name being Mike. There's another daughter coming, and her name is Matty. So we had four M's. So we had family living everywhere from Sri Lanka to Germany to the U.S., scattered all over the planet, if you'd like. There was no real good internet. There was no Facebook. There wasn't really not that much. So I tried to find a website in order to post videos and photos to show to the family. I went for 4M, but then the 3M company wasn't really thrilled about that. (laughs) (laughs) 4M for you. Ah! So I formed 4M for you and later turned it into the business and then translated the M's to music, management, media, (laughs) etc. Perfect. I always love the holiday videos, too, you send out at the end of the year. <laughs> That's what I do. It's a nice recap. I love it. <laughs> That's what I do every year. I actually made a little video for NAM, a little 20 seconds one, uh-huh. as a, just as a teaser. Yeah, that's what I do. And, yeah. and actually now the oldest daughter, Marie, is entering the company oh, and taking care of our social is, media stuff. Let's go. <laughs> So she's taking care of the Instagram and <clears throat> she's going to uh, revisit, change, alter our website yeah. and take care of the whole social media stuff. So I love it. I mean, she's 20. A true family business. I love it. That's what it is. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much, Mike. Oh, but yeah, the four, the, the, how many, you got a few clients that are here for, for NAM. Let, let's sure. talk. We already talked about imperative audio. Like, wow, amazing. <laughs> love, love that setup. That's something that could be used even at our small studio to just give us that extra isolation for oh, yeah, uh, totally. voiceover, podcast mm. stuff. I mean, 
a lot of great stuff, but uh, who, who else are you here with? I'm here with uh, Triad Orbit, who make great stand systems. Um, oh. And they have a, sort of a sub-brand, which is called Precision, Precision by Triad Orbit, officially. Uh -huh. <clears throat> and what they have done is, in, in, in the wake of the whole immersive uh, Dolby Atmos, uh, we need more speakers. They build a very precise speaker mounting system where you can easily determine the horizontal and the vertical angle. And it comes with a clamp and there's a wall mount and slides in and, and you're done. It's as simple as can be. I would say go to NAM, check oh. it out. It's uh, fantastic. Okay, can't wait to check that out. Then I'm here with uh, AEA, the ridden mics. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. With Julie. Yeah. <laughs> great stuff, great stuff. So we're just going to see, well, there's, uh, there's tech nominations. Um, and oh, yeah. the, the preamp of uh, AEA is nominated. So hopefully uh -huh. things come through. Uh -huh. You just never know, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, like I said, you know, Imperative Audio, I'm here. Oh, well, exchange. Music Marketing Canada is uh -huh. on the same uh, show floor. Uh -huh. and, <coughs> and outside of um, the show floor is a listening room of Cali Audio. Yeah. And, and uh, Cali is showing, uh, yeah. uh, I think, three new products. Uh -huh. One is um, a very small subwoofer with two six inches. Uh -huh. They show a new high-end Studio monitor called the Santa Monica. Everything they name is it's sort of mountain California, of LA, yeah, very yeah. Cali, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> and what else? Well, they probably no. They show the INUNF, which is not that new, but still new enough. Uh, and there's a few other products in the pipeline, which I can't disclose at this yeah. moment. Ah, can't can't wait, can't wait. Um, yeah, yeah, Cali, we've we've been. That's a day one company we've we've been keeping our eye on, and it's but that's a company amazing. that understood that if you bring a cool product, it needs to have a cool price, and it yeah. needs to have cool influencers. Yeah. So all of the check boxes were ticked. <laughs> yeah, we yeah we were one of the early videos that we got to work with them, and that that was great. Uh, yeah, those the LP sixes. Um, Correct. Just yeah. They came out strong, and they've been keeping it going ever since. So uh, shout out to, to Nate and, and oh, those yeah. guys over there. Nate so, and John. Yeah, yeah, just awesome guys and um, putting out great product. I mean, that's what it's about in the end. So uh, thank you so much, Mike, for my coming pleasure. through. I mean, mm -hmm. wow, you blew my mind with a lot of... Good stuff on how retail is put together with, you know, these manufacturers. It's not just, oh, you see it online and that's it. It's like so much more to this whole process. And, you know, thank you for giving us uh, that bird's eye view uh, of what's going on. Uh, thank you so much again, Mike, for coming on The Art of Music Tech. Uh, please follow us. And how, how do we... So how do people stay in touch with you if they want to see what you got going on? Well, they should go to my website, which is 4m4u.com, or find us on Instagram, which is easy to find with 4m4u as well. All right. Fantastic. So uh, follow uh, Mike, 
us as well, one of one productions. Yeah, why not? Uh -huh. Yeah, I mean, give us a like, mm -hmm. subscribe, tell some friends, and uh, you're just gonna get more and more uh, great interviews like this for the week of Nam. So I'm super excited, uh, and especially to see all the stuff that you're talking about with your new clients and stuff like that. So. Uh, thank you everyone for listening and let's go. For more information of booking 23DB Productions, visit their website at 23dbproductions.com. Like and follow 23DB Productions at Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter for the latest work.